welcome back to another horror mine and crime. Are you feeling lucky? I'm feeling lucky because it is St. Patrick's Day. Well, kind of. Just ended. <laughs> it just ended. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy belated St. Patrick's Day, guys. Hope it was safe. Hope you got lucky. Yep. <laughs> Hope you drank some green beer or had some shamrock shakes, you know, whatever floats your boat. Oh, the McDonald's shamrock shakes. I didn't get one yet. I don't know if I'll even get one. Yeah, I haven't either. They're pretty good, though. I feel like even if you, like, you could make that, like, an alcoholic drink if you, like, mixed one with, like, I don't know, Bailey's or, like, rum chata or something, it'd be good. Nice, nice. Do you ever dip your french fries in your milkshakes? Yes, I occasionally will do that. I I do, too. And I finally got my daughter on board, but when I first met my husband, I was doing it with my french fries yeah shakes but when i was little i used to do it with wendy's french fries and the frosty the frosty yep, that's where i first did it but wendy's french fries aren't the same as when i was little they've no. changed since they're then. definitely way more salty and they used to be like longer and thicker okay. french fries when i was younger yeah they changed over the years they're a little wider now so yeah the um mcdonald's and milkshake so mwah. that's where it's at that's where it's at man <laughs> Um, so in spirit and honor of St. Patrick's Day passing, uh, we have a little St. Patrick's Day themed episode for you today. Hopefully it'll be full of fun stuff. Yes. And, well, we do have a true crime mini sor- mini-sorry. Mini-sorry. Mini-story. Mini-sode. Um, and a couple of just other little... Fun shenanigans. Huh? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I like what you did there. Oh, I didn't even mean to do that. Speaking of ding, 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 shout out to Dex. Shout it out. Um, for, should we just, our drink of the episode, even though we're not actually drinking it, should we say Shamrock Shake and Bailey's? Right. <laughs> that will be the, the drink I think we just totally drink. sponsoring McDonald's for free today. I know, basically. You're welcome. Yeah. We're I- loving it. <laughs> yeah, I went all the way for you. We'd love it even more if you actually sponsored us, but. Ooh, McDonald's will be tough. That one. That's a big one. I think Dax just got McDonald's yeah, as their Yeah, that's like so. a big one, definitely. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to jump into some of these. We have a few uh, short, fun stories, low put together. So we're going to start out with that. So the first one. Nearly a thousand students from Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo, California, were partying at an off-campus St. Freddy's Day party, which I love that that's what it is, you know, playing on St. Patty's Day for a frat house. Um, So they were at this party when the roof of a garage, which belonged to the university's baseball coach, it ended up collapsing, which brought 30 students down, and it injured eight of them. Uh, what were that many partygoers doing on the roof, you may ask? They were broofing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love that. A term coined by San Luis Obispo students to describe the act of sitting on top of a roof while drinking beer. Broofing. 
you know, very creative, uh, creative stuff they got going on in San Luis. Um, but the mayor, Jan Marks, is proposing an ordinance during the next city council meeting, which happens to be on St. Patrick's Day, which is pretty hilarious. Um, and that uh, that ordinance will prohibit people from being on a roof unless they are doing maintenance work. So no no more roofing for for them in California. Oh, always a downer somewhere. Sadly. <laughs> I mean, there's only 30 people. I know. It wasn't that <laughs> many people. And only eight of them actually got hurt. Nobody died. Nobody died. But did they die? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. So on St. Patrick's Day in 2010, First State Bank in Nashville, suburb of Gatlin, was held up by a man presumably looking for a pot of gold at the end of his rainbow. Yes, this bank robber was dressed as a leprechaun. Honestly, iconic. Police said that the gun-toting leprechaun scored his undisclosed amount of cash before leaving the bank. He then joined another suspect in a car outside. The two fled. Cops spotted the vehicle and gave a chase. A wild gunfight broke out. The police cruiser was hit by several bullets and disabled. The two suspects crashed, ditched their car off the highway, and fled on foot into a field. One suspect was killed by the police fire, and the other took his own life as the cops closed in. Money was recovered from the abandoned vehicle, which had a large leprechaun hat in its back seat. Wow, what a theme going on for this crime. <laughs> like, it got, like, dark fast. Very it went fast. from, like... Being a funny leprechaun robbing the bank to, all right, man down, man down. And then, okay, like, I don't want to do, you know, 10 years, so. Literally, it went from fun little leprechaun robber to murder-suicide. Yeah, and I'm going to guess if they didn't shoot at the cops, they probably both would have survived. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Poor mistake on their part, definitely. In March 2015, a homeless man set himself on fire during a Hoboken St. Patrick's Day pub crawl. I mean, was he, like, trying to celebrate or what was going on? (laughs) Maybe he was friends with the one from, uh... The leprechaun in the hood? No, from, uh... From the Ice Scary? Cosgroves. Yes. <laughs> crazy guy. Call back to our Ice Scary episode, guys. Go listen to that. <laughs> um, so police received a call just after 11 p.m. that a man was trying to set himself on fire. Once they arrived, they discovered that the unidentified man was indeed on fire in the middle of the road in the area where 25 bars has signed up to participate in this like bar crawl. The man then began screaming as the fire started to spread from his jacket to his skin, but officers were able to get him onto the ground and roll him over to put out the fire. He wasn't seriously injured, but he was transported to Hoboken University Medical Center, and the crawl continued for business as usual, um, with 11 people arrested for everything from assault to drug possession. There were also over 100 violations of city ordinances barring public drinking and urination. 
So uh, this was a wild ass bar crawl they had going on. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta imagine like a lot of people are drinking that day. So like, is that just kind of like police kind of taking advantage for passing out violations? Probably. It was like they were trying to meet their quota. You know, they're like, this is a perfect spot to go. Honestly, and it would be. <laughs> it probably would be. People are pissing on the streets and setting themselves on fire like madness was ensuing. Oh <laughs> uh, the only thing on St. Patrick's Day I do now is I look forward to my Rubens. Oh, okay. I've never had that. They're good. If you get it from a good restaurant. It's, it's got a lot of meat on it, though. I don't, I don't know. Just corned beef. I don't know if I like corned beef, do but like, I also don't know if I like it. Do you like roast beef? Yeah. Like an Arby's roast beef? No, anymore. I don't like that. Okay. Well, one day I'll have Pat make his Rubens. He makes really good ones. Okay. And it's got uh, sauerkraut and coleslaw. Uh, not coleslaw, sorry. Some people do, do use coleslaw. Um, but sauerkraut and cheese and Thousand Island dressing, so it's kind of sweet okay. with the meat. So gotcha. And rye right. bread grilled perfectly like cheese oh i mean i would be definitely down to try it but yeah i've never had that before all right we'll make them and if you don't like it then i'll just put the same thing i put on charlotte's plate for you i'll just make your traditional grilled cheese perfect love that too (laughs) (laughs) okay so the next story isn't as fun yeah so this is the story of rachel hurley so we're going to go back to March 17th, uh, 1990. It's St. Patrick's Day. And what should have been a fun day of luck, get your green on so you don't get pinched. Um, well, there's anything but. So Rachel Hurley is from Jupiter, which is right there in West Palm Beach, Florida. On this day, she was with her friends. They were actually playing with a Ouija board. First mistake. <laughs> Sorry. And if you don't know... Now you know. Now you know. If you don't know, um, this is a way to talk to the other side using a little orca, a board, and has the alphabet on it. And you can ask it questions and it'll go to yes or it'll go to no. And then if you really piss it off, it'll go really fast and then go goodbye. And you have to put your hands on it and you do it together and you touch it very lightly. And if you believe that it is true... And it works the way it's supposed to. The spirits from the other side will guide you to the answers. Now, a lot of people believe, like, swear to God, I've had experiences, crazy, blah, blah, blah. Other people are like, no, it's Milton Bradley. You can buy it at Target. It's not real. Ah, I believe it just because I had a scary experience. Have you ever saw the movie Witchboard? No. Did I show that one to you? Mm-mm. Okay, I'm going to put that on the to-do list. Okay. It's about a crazy spirit and it has to do with the Ouija board and All stuff. right, definitely. Sounds right up our alley. It's from the 80s. It's actually, Tawny Katet was the main actress, and if you don't know who she is, she's really known for being the girl flailing all over the white car in White Snake's video. Here we go again. I think it was that one. I don't know. Or It was one of White Snake's songs. Well, anyway. So, I got a hold of my friend. Um, we had the... The Jackson Street crew. There's cute. lived on Jackson Street. Um, and we swore that we talked to a spirit. Like, we were little. We were probably, like, 
10, 12, maybe. Um, so I reached out to my friend Michelle and Janet, they are sisters, and I asked them, text them each separately to see if they could remember. And Michelle got a good laugh out of the message, but sadly she couldn't remember the little boy's name that we claimed that we talked to. I want to say it was David, but that's the name from Witchboard, and I think I'm just totally getting Copying the, it from that. I think I'm getting the memories confused, the name. <laughs> um, and then I text my friend Janet, and I asked her, you know, and she left. She's like, oh, my God. They both totally forgot about <laughs> us doing this until I brought it up. And she said she remembered us talking to some lady named Susan, which kind of rang a bell after she, we talked about it. And she said, and a little boy who said he died in a car accident, but he would not give us his name for a very long time if he ever gave it to us. So he was playing coy with his name. Like, okay, you're dead. We're not. And you don't trust us? Like, <laughs> right. What's going on? What's going on here? Um, Charlotte wants one, but my husband's like, yeah, no, not happening. Yeah, probably, and probably for the best. I wouldn't want one. If in my I've house. had any experience saying it i mean from the experiences since we started the show of things that's happened Mm -hmm. it's probably best to not bring one in my house yeah i would agree i would not i wouldn't suggest having one yeah just in case you never know so we're just gonna be safe on that yeah so the girls gathered around the board and if the very first question i mean they went strong boom right out of the gates and they were like who's gonna die first damn and the board spells out rachel so the girls kind of screech with laughter like girls do. And then Rachel jokingly was like, okay, bitch, do it. Kill me. You know, just trying to be funny as She's teasing it. as one would do. Um, then randomly a little bit later, there was an alarm that went off in the house. So everybody's like, okay, that's weird, right? But then sadly, two weeks later, Rachel Hurley was found murdered. Yikes. So... Yeah, let's let's not play with Ouija boards. Yeah, and if you do, let's not taunt them. Especially after that, don't taunt them. Okay? Yeah, just just be nice. So, was this a coincidence or was this a victim from spirits of the other world? I don't know, but I do know that whether you get it at Target or has Milton Bradley's name on it or whatever, staying away. Yeah. So, it's St. Patrick's Day, and like we said, she's in Florida. Now, she's with five or six people. There's a mixture of two boys, three girls are on a little 12-foot boat. The beach is a little secluded today because it's windy and it's a little chillier than normal. So, Rachel's 14 years old. I'm not sure how old her friends are, but if I had to guess, they're probably in the same vicinity of her age. Um, she's supposed to meet her mom about a mile away from where they actually docked the boat. Rachel started to get a little bit nervous and she's that she's going to be late meeting her mom. And she really does not want to be in trouble. So at this point, it's about 2.45 and the boys dock the boat. They all get off. Uh, Rachel and her little girlfriend start heading towards where they have to meet her at a place called Carlin Park. But Maddie and Aaron had to pee and... She's like, you know, I can't wait. They asked her to wait for him, but she's like, I'm going to get in trouble. It's almost right. I got to go. So she has to meet her mom at this place called Civic Center, and it's down at the end of the beach, but there's actually a wooden path, and if you can cut through the woods, it would save you some time. Oh, no. So 
Um, she's meeting where she's meeting her mom is actually about a mile away, which at first in my mind I'm thinking, well, it's kind of far. But then I remembered um, I used to take the, my kids to Pontiac Lake Beach all the time in Waterford, and from where you park to where the actual beach is, I don't know if it's quite a mile. Because I'm picturing it in my head. Like, a mile is kind of far. It's kind of far, but it's but also it's not, not that, that far. far. Yeah. You know. Like, I can take, like, if I walked from my parents' house to this one road nearby, and I can picture it in my head, it's really not that far. But it's just, a mile, like, sounds far. Yeah. So, I guess... It could go either way. Right. But in my mind, especially with her being, you know, 14, it doesn't seem like it's that far. And if you walk the beach line, right. you know. Yeah. So she could walk the beach line, but it's much faster if you go through the woods. And the two police said it was very windy. And she was probably wearing, like, bathing suit bottoms or just shorts. And the sand, um, when the sand smacks your legs when it's very windy, when you're walking a beach, it can actually really hurt. Right. So her friends, they stay back at the restroom, and Rachel takes that shortcut to meet her mom. I'm going to remind you guys, buddy system, always. Yeah. More so as women and girls, but always stay together. 100%. No matter what, especially this time of day and age. This was the 90s, so maybe it wasn't as right what it is today, mm-hmm. but always buddy system if possible. Yeah, especially if you're going to go through the woods. Also, this neighborhood has a lot of homeless people in it, a lot of transient people, so I feel like this was just opportunity knocking. It's now 3 o'clock, and Rachel should be at the meeting spot with her mom, but she's not showing up yet. So after waiting a while, her mom thinks, well, maybe we got our lines crossed. Maybe I'm at the wrong spot. Maybe I, she thinks I'm meeting her at the other side. So her mom drives over to the other side. Now, we don't have cell phones, y'all. Okay, this is the 90s. And she starts thinking, well, maybe a friend dropped her off. Maybe she just left altogether. So in the mom... Mom is not starting to feel the panic quite yet. But the time she gets home and she realizes that Rachel is not home, now panic is starting to kick in. So just a few short hours, there's over 100 cop cruising, friends, family, neighbors, everybody's on the search to find her. They also have two boats and a helicopter. It's now 5 o'clock when her mama called 911. So between 3 and 5 was when she went missing. So in just those short hours, there was no commotions. There was no noises. There was no screams. There was nothing. Um, Nobody heard anything. So... After the, you know, investigation and looking it over and taking in all the evidence, you're probably looking that she got kidnapped or disappeared by 4 o'clock. If you really think about it, she probably passed her predator when she was with a group of girls to go to the bathroom. 
They were probably being watched by the fellow. And when they saw Rachel veer off from her friends and hit that path into the woods, he saw her opportunity and made his move immediately. And let's face it, you're a 14-year-old girl. You're on a natural high of hanging out with your friends. You've been in the sunshine. You're also thinking, I'm in a hurry. I got to get home. My mom's going to kill me if I'm late. And so you're not even close to paying attention to who's around you, what's around you, who you pass in. Your tunnel vision on, I got to get to my mom's car. Right. So when you think about this case and you know that nobody heard any noises or screams, you wonder, did he have a gun? Did he have a knife? What kind of weapon? Did she try to run or was she just so scared that she just froze in fear, which made it such an easy, fast attack? I mean, it's just very disturbing because no matter which way you look at it, it's as fast as it happened it's so scary it's right. so like did he hit her on the head with something and she wasn't paying attention like he came from behind her maybe to yeah where she wouldn't have screamed that's definitely a very good option so her body was found they do believe she was killed right where they found her and it was quite a distance away from the park so it means that it would have been harder for anybody to hear her and also She was probably nabbed pretty quick once getting in the woods. Also, from the perpetrator's side, you're at a beach. There's a lot of people at the park, a lot of people. And you just murdered somebody. You raped someone. And you want to be out of that scene super quick. Like, he had to know his way out of those woods to blend in with the crowd and head out like super fast right so little 14 year old rachel was kidnapped raped and murdered by asphyxiation and this was this is a very personal murder because this is someone that has some real motive because it takes three minutes to kill someone by asphyxiation so he had to strangle her for three minutes straight before she died And that just seems like a long time to me, especially if you're the victim. That's a long time. Like, that probably felt like forever for her, which is so sad. This also makes cops believe that there was no weapon to look for, whether it had been a gun or a knife. It would have been faster, and someone might have heard something, obviously, if it was a gun. Um, But there could have been a little bit more evidence, like blood splatter or anything like that, but with it being strangling, there's really no evidence to go off of. Now, she did have a lot of defensive runes on her. Um, Her friends, who loved her and adored her, they said she was a fighter. She was definitely a spitfighter. I mean, she was loved. She was popular. Everybody wanted to be around her. Everybody wanted to hang out with her. No one had anything horrible or bad to say about her everything was nice things but her friends said yeah oh that girl she fought to the end for sure so all of her arms and hands were covered in bruises and cuts so putting all that evidence together it goes back to a homeless person or a transient person 
someone who didn't plan this and someone who just kind of took it as a murder of opportunity. Sadly, if she would have just stayed on with the pack of her friends and took the path to the beach, she probably would not have happened. Um, she probably would have been safe, but because she did veer off and somebody noticed it, unfortunately, that sealed her fate. Now, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's just so crazy how one small decision like that alters your life. You know, if she just was like, okay, I'll just run on the beach. She would, she might be alive today and like have lived a full life, you know, but that one split decision just changed everything. And especially too, like, I don't know her, obviously, or mm-hmm. I don't know this area because I'm not from there. But also, is this something she's done many times before? Right, yeah. It could have been a normal thing for her. Yeah, because if she ran through the opening of the woods, it's almost like you had to know it was there. Right, yeah. So it probably could have been something that she's done many times over and didn't think about it. Right. You're just like, okay, I'll just cut through the road super quick and be done. Ugh, it's crazy. Now, they did question, and they did take a DNA test. They tested over 50 homeless people, but nothing showed up. Around 8.15 that night, they did find Rachel's body in the woods, partially clothed. Uh, The good news is that they did find DNA on her. The bad news is that they ran it even 10 years later. They tried to run it again, but there's been no hits in the system, not linking to anybody. It's like the guy just disappeared. Mm. Now they've done over 127 DNA tests. All of them came back nothing. And it's so heartbreaking because you think you get a break, you know, something, maybe, anything, you get yourself excited, and then nothing. There is another theory, and that is maybe when Rachel ran into the woods, there was a transient there and basically ran into him while he was already in the woods. So that could have made it easy for him to attack her too. So if he was already there when she entered the woods, that could have just been like, oh, hello there. Right. You know, they said that maybe it was a group of guys. But if you think about that, I mean, she was strangled and she was raped. There was only one set of DNA on her. So it wasn't like multiple DNAs. And usually if there's two, three, four guys, you all have to be on board for murder Mm -hmm. and rape. And even if you are, a lot of times when a story like this, somebody cracks, somebody has um, guilt, somebody has, has some remorse, and somebody talks. Right. So, but they haven't heard anything for 33 years now. Yeah, I feel like it was just one person. Yeah, I I feel like it was just some homeless guy or some little hippie dude, vagabond, just kind of. Right. If you were near, near Jupiter or Carlin Park on March 17th, 1990, have any information on this murder of Rachel Hurley, please call Detective William Springer at Palm Beach County and his office is 561-688. 4013-561-688-4013. And if you can lead to an arrest, there will be a $15,000 reward. Rachel came from a close-knit family. 
She was her youngest. Her older sister, Erica, was three years older than her. They were very close. They were the best of friends. They had been very distraught about Rachel being murdered. But over time, they did have to live out the rest of their lives. But they did promise to live the rest of their lives with never giving up and trying to find justice for Rachel. Sadly, her father did pass away in 2019 of a heart attack while coaching his grandson's lacrosse game. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, he will never see that justice for Rachel. Ugh, that's so sad. The unsolved ones are just, like, horrible. Because, like you said, the family's just sitting there waiting because they have no idea. Yeah, and, like I said, it was... Being at the beach and being colder, there wasn't a ton of people there. The, you know, they even made a good point of with it being super windy. You know, have you ever been on a beach when it's windy and it's blowing in your ear? You can't hear a lot. Yeah, it's just the wind and it's like extra loud when you're by a beach. And then you think about our friends. Like, are they carrying that guilt with them forever that Probably. they went to the bathroom mm-hmm. and didn't go with her all the way to her mom's car? I would. I would carry not that it's their fault at all. Oh no, not at all. Right, I'm but just, I would if I was them. I know I would probably carry that guilt for the rest. Like, of oh my life. god, why couldn't I have just waited till I got home to use yeah. the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Or you know, just prom- make her promise to wait. I mean, they did say you know wait for me, and she's like, I can't, I gotta go. You yeah. know. And then her mom also probably feels terrible, feeling like, oh my gosh, she was just rushing because she thought I would be mad at her, but like obviously she would have been fine if she was a little bit late if obviously this didn't happen but yeah so maybe next time you pick your son or daughter up and they're running like five six seven minutes behind instead of yelling at them you know especially if they were with a group yeah you know just be like okay well I'm just glad that you guys all came together and we're in safety you know if their friend had to stop to tie their shoe, go to the bathroom, forgot their beach towel, whatever it is, cut them some slack. They stayed together as a group and they made it back as a group. Like right, which we is don't want most people. Important. We don't want a lot of people veering off. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Like you said, especially nowadays too. Buddy system, people. Buddy system. Definitely. Sad story. So, but a good lesson. And also weird with the, the Ouija board coincidence. Oh, I know. Like that that's very weird actually. Yeah. It's also another lesson, don't taunt your Ouija boards. Yeah. And I wonder whatever happened to that kid in the car accident. And I hope Susan's having a good life. I haven't talked to her since I was twelve. Yeah. Hopefully she, hopefully she's good, you know. And she's up there in heaven or there yeah. somewhere on the other side. Yeah. Susan, sorry we quit talking to you. Um, I guess life happened. I mean, it's been 30 years. Yeah. Checking up on her, you know. It's all good. (laughs) Um, But kind of switching gears, tonight me and Lo got more into the St. Patrick's Day spirit. And if you guys remember, we covered the leprechaun last St. Patrick's Day, which is so crazy. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. I know. But, so, uh, that's a callback. Go listen to that episode if you haven't. But we, tonight, were like, well, let's watch Leprechaun in the... It's Leprechaun 5, right? 
It is. So we skipped two, three, and four. But this one's like the best. The leprechaun in the hood. It's in the hood part that got caught us up. Yeah, it caught our eye. Um, Same guy, though, has been doing all of them. So that's cool. He kills He kills the role. I feel like he was extra. Okay, in the first one, I thought he was really funny. Like, the different vehicles he was yes. on. And um, what is it Charlotte said that his, her little... Diddly do or whatever. Diddly dee, diddly do. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do it in this one, but she was waiting for it. Yeah. Um, so he's a funny little prankster. In this one, I feel like he was just, he's got that, that natural charismatic funniness. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Like when he was sitting at the table uh, <laughs> trying to be fed by blind grandma yes or blind mama mm-hmm. and he's like trying to get the food and he's just like <laughs> smiling and just waiting and he's just like okay like i'm get some you know homegrown food here oh my gosh or when he like gets with the uh drag queen oh she was my favorite that was so fun. was her name fonda la fonda i think so something like that and she saw the leprechaun and she goes Ooh, now you're the perfect size for Miss LaFonda. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, dang. Uh, and they got it on. They I mean, did. And then he... Then he killed her. And he killed her. Yeah. But uh, she's like... He smashed and then passed. Passed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so... And give it up to Ice-T. Like, yes. Oh I mean, this gosh. is before his Law and Order day, so he still had his pimping. Mm-hmm. Yep. The brief moments of Coolio. Yes, very brief, but very monumental. <laughs> Rest in peace, my homie. Yes. I also loved the leprechaun smoking joints throughout the movie. That's the bomb. That's the bomb. <laughs> this stuff's the bomb. <laughs> His lines were pretty funny in this. So. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I, you know, pretty good for a leprechaun movie because the leprechaun movies be cheesy yeah like they're they're tit they're like they're bad movies but like it makes them like kind of funny and good oh for you know sure. like, and if you made five of them they're making money exactly that guy's making bank he's in all five of them and he kills it there's another one i saw and i thought it was in this movie because i had seen this one i'm pretty sure i saw this one like years ago but I must have seen another one where, I don't know, it was he was in, like, a, a cool car and, like, there was another guy in, like, a really cool car or, like, a monster truck or something. I just have this weird memory of, like, seeing the leprechaun. It's not the first one when he was driving the no, little car? No, it was, it was different because I thought it was in this one, but then that scene never happened. So I must have seen another one, too, but. Well, we can watch the other ones yeah. and see just for fun. Right. But, yeah. Love the, I also was like very confused at first by this flute that they had because they would blow into this flute and everybody would just stare. But then eventually I realized it was like possession. Yes. Yeah. It like infiltrated people's souls to like pay attention and like like what they were hearing. Yeah. But that guy's face is so creepy like i swear it's creepier in this movie than it was in the first one no they probably got better at doing the makeup yeah the fifth one they perfected it because even his teeth like had black all over it yeah the little the little rhymes and poets and 
they're I can't even I'm so tired I can't even I know they're like to repeat one but they're like Jesus Jesus got our back if not what does he no what did they say Jesus is something if not we got the hose or something like that and then also it ended with the leprechaun doing a rap which was quite quite a sight to see oh my gosh at the end, it, the ending was so different than what I thought it was going to be because with when, like, the the necklace that was falling that turns him to stone was, like, coming down towards him, I thought, okay, he's going to be frozen and then this guy is going to take the flute and become a famous rapper, which sort of happened, except the leprechaun was alive and basically possessed him and, like, he was, like, his pimp, basically. <laughs> The line, the line of the movie was, a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Yes. But a friend with gold is the best, I'm told. Yes, that is it. I'll take it from you, homie, you'll see, because you know the leprechaun is the real OG leprechaun. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He called himself the OG leprechaun. He really is, though. (laughs) He is the OG leprechaun. Oh, he's probably, like, grandfathered in. Nobody's ever going to play that role besides him. Oh, no. They can't even try. Like, I feel like you can't even try to play that role. Oh, what you were saying is Jesus loves me. This I know. If he don't, I'll find a hoe. Yes, that's it. (laughs) His mama's name was Mary Jo. His disciplines was some bad mofos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Everyone was like appalled leaving the church. Uh, Leprechaun's got some mad powers. (laughs) Mad rap skills. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Chucky on crack? Shoot the motherfucker. (laughs) This movie did have some good lines. I am not going to (laughs) lie. I chuckled quite a few times. Look at all these glittering goods. I've got more loot than Tiger Woods. (laughs) I want to meet the people who wrote this. Yeah. Well, sadly, Jennifer Aniston didn't make it to part five. No. I'm guessing she's got some better things to do. At that point, she was a little bit more, a little bit more. They can't, af- they can't the afford radar. her no more. Yeah, <laughs> she would have wanted a shit ton more money. <laughs> uh, and it was her old nose, right? Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> and it was before she was Rachel. Mm-hmm. But I still, she still had the Rachel vibes though. And yes, she for sure did. So, yeah, if you have nothing better to do on Friday, check out Leprechaun in the Hood. We watched it for free. Apparently, it's on sale. Yeah. On Prime Video right now. <laughs> Get it now while it's free. It's from 2000, I believe. It came out in the year 2000. Okay, I didn't check that. But... So, 23 years ago, this movie came out, which is so wild. Oh, my gosh. So wild. But it's a good one. It's a classic. It's, you know, it's funny. <laughs> it's a funny one. Are you following that uh, Madeline case? No. The girl that got abducted in, like, was it Poland or Portuguese or when she was little, and now the girl's claiming that it's her? I have not heard this. Do you know what story I'm talking about? No. It was a big, huge case. I don't think so. 
I don't know how we're crime partners. I don't know. She was in Poland. Yeah, I want to say... Um, I want to use my phone because it makes funny noises if you... <laughs> it makes funny noises on the microphone. Like... Madeline McCain DNA test. Okay, Madeline McCain. Yes, yes, I do know that name. Okay. Are you following? Like, I'm not following it, but I have... I- I've heard, I remember hearing about it, okay. but I don't know. There's so there's updates with it. Yeah, I know they just sent in the DNA test to see if it's actually her or not. And they did they get results yet? I don't think that they did. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, do you think that it's her? I don't know because I mean, it totally could be. Well, it said that she's got the same eye, like the defect yeah. in the eye, and I think was it the same scar. Um, her parents that she don't have any pictures of her when she was little, and every yeah. time she asks them about her when she was little, they're like, "Oh, we'll talk about it later." Like she has yeah. no memories from when she was little. That is, I mean, it is very weird and bizarre, but why does she truly think that she's her? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that'd be awesome if it was her. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's going to come out, the DNA, and it's not going to be her. Okay, yeah, she was a native from Poland. That's what I think. But also, I I guess I hope that I'm wrong. I don't and then know. they went to Portugal on vacation. So I was right. I said both countries. You did. Both, you did. You got them both. Just wasn't sure the order. Right. Yeah, that's wild if it is her, but, like, it's also such a stretch, I feel like. But they said, it says that they have a lot of evidence now that shows that she definitely was trafficked to Poland. This girl? Or, or like... But Julia's family in Poland have denied her claims. Hmm. That's very interesting. I, I, how long is it going to take for the DNA to come out? I don't know. You think they'd put a rush on it because that's yeah, a huge that's headline a case. huge one. Yeah, I mean, she was missing since 2007. Right. I can't believe they haven't, like, they just didn't do it immediately. I mean, I don't know how long that stuff takes, but I can't imagine it takes that long. Yeah, and they said that she's got moles in similar places, you know, over time, your body grows and right. stretches, so that could have moved. Um, I guess there was some kind of scar she had that has the same shape, but they're saying it's kind of different. But again, from the, when you're four into being now, you know, 24. It's definitely your, yeah, your like body. You said, everything changes. Yeah, so. Was this girl, you said she was trafficked. Was she, Did her family, like, sexually abuse her? No, she was kidnapped on while they were on vacation. So they think whoever kidnapped her trafficked her, too. No, but I mean, this, this girl who's claiming that oh. she's... Did her family, like, abuse her, her, or...? I'm not sure the whole story behind it. Right. She just says she feels, like, something sketchy and that she's not... She's she not. doesn't feel like that's really her family. That's wild. Well, I'm definitely going to be looking out to see when the freaking dna thing comes out because that's huge yeah so if that is her that's massive and if it's not her i hope they find out who she really is me too because and if she isn't part of that family get her back to where she belongs yes 
and then find out who these people are. Right. Yeah, definitely. Because that's just sad. But I was just kind of curious on what your thoughts were. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I feel like, I mean, anything's possible, obviously. But I don't know. I'm like not, I'm like not a believer that it's her. I don't know, though. We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. With I kind of hope they, it is. I hope it is. Yeah, definitely. So then that family could be like, oh my gosh, and like be reunited with their daughter that they lost when she was so little. You know how much making up for you have. Oh my gosh, so much. What a crazy situation. Yeah, yeah I will definitely be looking out for uh, that that story to come out because that's insane. It's almost like the orphan. You know, the new Orphan movie? I haven't seen it. Oh, well, never mind. I didn't see the original one either. Oh, okay, well, that's being added to the list also. I can't believe you haven't seen either. You've been busy. I know, but those movies have been out for years, <laughs> so there's no excuse. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you remember what our first movie was together? We went to the movies and we saw... Is it called Ready or Not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. A Great Lakes Crossing. That was our first date. Yeah. First movie date. And that was a good movie, too. It was very good. Yeah. We picked good. <laughs> that was, like, right around when Caitlin ghosted us. She was supposed to go. <laughs> so she listens to this. I don't know. Shout out. <laughs> you can still call us, girl. I still have one of your friggin' presents from Christmas that I could never give you. That was personalized for you, but whatever. <laughs> Actually, I might have gotten rid of them at this point. It's been years. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> no questions asked. So yeah. you just feel free to call and text us. You'll Give be us like, a oh shout my gosh. Out. Hey, what's up? It's been a minute. <laughs> Come back to work. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> oh, man. I do think about her, though, a lot because I don't know. Do you ever listen to Gruesome? Um, sometimes yeah the one girl sounds just like her she does have a very similar voice like tone of voice kind of and her attitude like the the sarcasm Mm -hmm. that's true yeah so I do think about her a lot yeah sometimes I picture it's her talking maybe it is her (laughs) she uses a code name she uses a nickname that's why she quit she's on Crusoe she doesn't she didn't need the maid's company (laughs) Uh, that's funny well, shout out to you, Caitlin, if you're listening. If not, to everybody else, sorry, this conversation was irrelevant to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, as usual, give us a shout out if you have an idea for a show. Also, I was thinking about this. Um, while some of our recording has gotten better over time, if there is an episode that maybe we did where that sound is kind of choppy or you think we would do better if we recorded it let us know and maybe we could re-redo the show in a better quality and we'll shout you out right in the beginning for it i was thinking about that like you know our animeville horror even though we've recorded that i kid you not people 17 million times before we put it out we really did but from when we first started we were sharing one mic (laughs) what amateurs (laughs) (laughs) and then we've just had so many different issues throughout first would be good then we weren't and then we were and then we're not so we're working through it but like i said we don't have a crew it's just us yep 
So we have to record, we have to edit, we have to do sound, we have to do pictures and posting social and, research and all that. Everything, everything that is goes just into it. Just us. Just us. So please like, follow, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, leave a note in your mailbox for your mailman. Just whatever we can send a message in the in the ocean. Put a message in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> get a peri- uh, carrier pigeon <laughs> tell your Ouija board friends yeah <laughs> just uh hit that little follow button yeah Ding. it takes two seconds two seconds and yeah hit us up for an idea for a show we've done them before that people sent us we're not scared we're not shy no, we'll, we'll dive in we'll do them again we'll do anything you want you heard her she'll do anything you want well anything Anything. Anything. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note. On that note. You guys to go. Stay creepy. Bye. <laughs> Bye.